Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Leaku Studios Podcast Special Episode 100 Freeware Game Review Update Special. that that chatter got cut out and then there was a brief musical interlude and then I say hello hello and thank you for listening to us today on this most auspicious day uh, that marks the 100th episode of our core podcast the free games review and so we're going to take a day to look back on all of the games we've covered give you a sort of uh, heads up on where they might be now for things that were you know under ongoing development or things like that or what the developers might have moved on to if there were new projects. Yep. This seemed like a uh, a pretty good thing to do for our 100th episode, especially because, you know, considering where the birth of this podcast came from and oftentimes uh, unreliable release schedules, like some of these are kind of old. Oh, yeah. Some of these have, you know, we'll cover them and then a lot will happen very shortly thereafter. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's been a couple of points where, you know, we'll talk about something. And then it explodes. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Minecraft once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talked about Spelunky. Talked about Spiral Knights. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so today uh, we got a big old list. Uh, we're just going to sort of run down them and give you a couple of words about what has happened to those games since we have last talked about them. And we'll get you up to speed. And then, you know, after this, we're going to go out there and see what else we can find to talk about. And we're going to try to keep it brief because it is such a long list. Um, well, the way we split it up, I got odds, Nick's got evens, went out and did a little research, and... Well, I was built by Dr. Light. I was built by Dr. Light. Let's talk about the 100 games that we've talked about. Let's do some retalking it. So, the first game we ever covered, you guys, <laughs> was Little Fighter 2. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, should we take a moment and realize that there were the lost episodes where we talked about, like, Action Battlefield and Action Quake? No. Okay. So, Little Fighter 2, it was last updated in the year 2009. Uh, They added a survival mode and replay recording and some stuff that seemed really cool. Yeah. Um, The developer, Marty Wong, has been working on a game called Hero Quest, which looks like some kind of, like... uh, 2D beat 'em up Dynasty Warriors kind of things. I've seen like there's a bunch of screenshots up of it, like dudes on horses and spears and stuff. I tried to download it to download it. I went to download that version of the fighter and like the as not let me unzip it. Forget that. There's a number of those happening on this list. I mean, it's a very generic name. It's, it could be Hero Yeah, it, it could have been Hero like Quest 12 Storms. iOS. Castle of Hero Quest Storms. Number two. Warning Forever and Crax. Uh, so, Warning Forever guy, he made that, and everyone loved it. And then somebody made that uh, Battleship Forever. Good ass game. People really like that. I have no idea what it 
it says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it looks like he hasn't done too much with you know his uh, Hickware branded games mm-hmm. uh, after Rayhound, which was that weird like. Oh yeah, that was a great like game. laser bouncing one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also for Fraxy, uh, there was like a real big community around Fraxy. I saw uh, I was poking around. They had like a wiki database and. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, and so that was pointing to like the different editions. I found like the original guy's blog, and it looked like he was working on some sort of almost like you know HD edition, which you know like just make a bigger window, which that game could use. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gosh, so, I like Fraxy though. I had forgotten about that game. Yeah, I really I downloaded that and I was able to you know play around with it a little bit, but it really wasn't any different. I think it was just sort of farting around with it, mm-hmm. and I think the last update was last year sometime. Is it still stuck at like? 640 by 480 like what's the resolution on that? it's super tiny yeah and so so that was the main difference with this new like beta client is like it runs in a window and there are three different resolution options which increase the window size without increasing the graphic size so you get to see more oh good yeah okay yeah. i, I want to go back and revisit fraxy yeah it's it's still not enough i wanted to just blow it up to full screen at like you know 1080 mm-hmm. that would be insane i don't i don't have a um a modern monitor so i'll be fine okay i'll be fine all right Number three is One Must Fall 2097. <laughs> uh, One Must Fall is is still um, like freeware. It's just kind of still out there in the world. Yeah. Um, developers Epic. I hear they make like iPad games now. Oh, Epic Mega Games. Yeah, yeah. They, they made uh, Epic Pinball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should check that stuff out. I guess. Um, I mean, to be fair, there was a <laughs> there was that sequel, One Must Fall Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I still think might be okay. Like, it's not, it is a very specific kind of game. It is like a weird third person combo fighter uh, animation priority type fighting game. Don't say animation priority. But, I mean, that's kind of, it's a hard game. Because, like, you hit something and then somebody else is already hitting you before you hit them. Animation priority. That's. Sidebar. No one is allowed to say animation priority, Metroidvania, or maybe even roguelike anymore. Not allowed. Uh, veto. He, he, here's the thing. <laughs> Either we can't say roguelike or we can't say MOBA. I would prefer if we're saying roguelike, we should say Dota like rather than MOBA. Does would action RTS suffice? Mm, it's nah, I something about hero RTS. I would accept it like hero RTS. Okay, that that implies the one unit thing. A hero centric. Multiplayer online combat game. Okay. No. Close. A Hamakba. Oh, the Jewish version. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jewish Dota. So, what was number four? Uh, fun. <laughs> fun. No, it was Guns. <laughs> okay. Uh, guns has its run. What's up with Guns the Duel? Um, I hear there's a sequel now, and I think you have something to say about Guns 2, the indueling? I... I downloaded and installed Guns to the Dueler. Um, it seems bad. It, yeah, like the wall runs still good. It's still got that one map uh, that's like that 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 sort of indoor courtyard thing with the three levels, and you wall run over the the cracked floor. Like that yeah. that part's still good. Like like uh, the original Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, actually, a lot like that. Yeah. Um, they have like this weird the way that like weapons and stuff work now is that. There are specific characters, and each one has, like, two weapon classes that are specific to them, and you get to pick one of them, and then you have to buy the other ones, 
to buy the opportunity to buy the different weapons. And they all have like their own voice acting and stuff. And the lady that I picked who has a machine gun and a grenade launcher was just fucking awful. Yeah, like... And they know, like, it's really obvious that they are goosing this for the money, like, in a really just kind of straightforward way. Because, yeah. like, the most expensive character is the female ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's... something about the... the I don't know, like, it, it still kind of feels like it plays like guns, but that's a pretty old game by now. And, like, I, I think, honestly, I'd rather play the original than this new one. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted, like, a game that was a shooter with wall running, I would check out Titanfall today. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, number five. Number five. That one's on me. Uh, number five was Gene Rally. Yeah. Which, this was actually super exciting. Um, the guys who were making Gene Rally, the people... Uh, actually have a Kickstarter project mm-hmm. that they are looking to start very soon. I, I haven't checked it, like, this week, so I don't know if they've kicked it off yet. They have a Twitter account where they're, like, trying to get followers to sort of know that they have a fan base before they start the Kickstarter, I think. Yeah. Because even that is a bit of an investment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the website for that is sequel.gene-rally.com. Check it out if you want a top-down, you know single screen racing game i do too i love those it's funny because not too long ago i actually went back to to see what was up with gene rally because Mm -hmm. that is still like you know super easy to edit it's local you know this whole local multiplayer movement that's going on like that one is real top on the list especially if you like that you know top down racing it would do real well on an arcade cabinet yeah especially if you had wheels yeah if you had a wheelie cabinet um but like there was some like fan site that was like still having like monthly uh map creation tournaments uh, like at the point where i checked it this is less than a year ago i think so that game's really good and the people who like it really really like it yeah so i hope that goes well yeah um i need to check that out i did not know that there was a kickstarter coming Mm -hmm. uh number six number six liero and liero x oh dude these games oh so I think they were trying to, to capitalize on a salty bit kind of thing, because you can go to twitch.tv slash Liero TV, and I think they just run bot matches of Liero. Seriously? Yeah. Like the original Liero? Like DOS Liero? Well, so if you go to the official site, they have like three versions of Liero up there. One is the like original DOS version, and then there are two different sort of open source branches. Really? That we're trying to do it. Yes. Um, to quote from the official page, as for the community... One can safely say it is dead, except for the seemingly immortal Polish community. Yeah, I mean, that is a straight quote from the page. Um, but yeah, so you can still get it; it's still there. You know, it runs on Windows. The the two I didn't see when the last like updates to those open source versions were, but I mean, they're also open source. So if you want to use it as a bait for something, I guess you could do that. Yeah. Um, Bless you, Poles. If you ever want to play Soldat sometime, hit me up. So immortal. Uh, so anything about Liero X? No, uh, so like Liero X was just one of the uh, uh, clones yeah, yeah. to run on Windows at the time. So now there's like two official. Oh, okay. And, and it was like there was always something about the physics of Liero X that didn't sit with me. Yeah, um, and, and there was some differences between it. Like one is better optimized for like online multiplayer. The other one is better optimized for like just like modding or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I forget. I didn't write down exactly what the differences was. If I remember, it was 
the modding tools for Liero were really constrained by what was originally in the game. Like there were only a set number of different particles in the game and you could like really freely edit them, but you would only ever have like 17 distinct different particles. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. That's minutia. It's not really that important. Yep. But that's cool that there are official like windows branches of that game now. Yeah. I should check that out. Yeah. One is like a Liero Libre. Cool. Yeah. So, number seven? Number seven. Number seven was Shadow Armada. Yeah. Another game, like, that I fucking love. The game is so... the so, Somebody was like... Something just came out, and I think Griffin McElroy was, like, talking about it, and I forget what it was, but I was just like, yeah, Shadow Armada was really great at the time. <laughs> um, and you, we, we were saying, while we were doing some of the research for this, that, like, a recurring theme is that, like, somebody makes a really, really cool game that we learned about and talked about, and then somebody else makes like a slightly different version or sometimes slightly like lesser version which mm-hmm. gets super popular. I mean, um, did that happen with Shadow Armada? Cuz I don't know. Uh I mean, Flotilla is kind of like Shadow Armada, but that's this is, there was something very different. Something else in particular that was like top-down space, maybe like semi-turn based and all about like projectile launching. Battleships Forever. Uh no. No. Uh no, what was that called? Uh Gratuitous Space Battles kind of gratuitous space battles but that didn't have yeah like, that wasn't like live action yeah yeah there, there was something i forget exactly what it was but like, anyway shadow armada yeah uh the lame game uh which was the people that made shadow armada like two years ago on a tumblr post said like hey i'm working on shadow armada 2 yeah um two and years ago. like i think he's made like two posts on that account since then yeah so i, I think that's kind of dead um i mean you can still rest in peace shadow armada you can still get it and you can still yes. play like land play and i wholeheartedly suggest you do yeah i actually Um, like booted it up doing the research for this and it just had a really enjoyable time yeah like such a cool game it really is number eight number eight uh another split episode we talked about n and frenetic plus that's a weird split yeah (laughs) i i believe our argument for lumping those together was like they're very stylized games no, know. that couldn't have been in. And Frenetic Plus was not stylized at all. Um, I mean, it had... No, it had, like... It had robots. Mode 7. It had Mode 7. Um, so, anyway. Um, uh, following N, N Plus, of course, happened. Yep. And that became... A, I'm going to call it a huge success. So definitely a super fun time that hit, what, Nintendo DS, PSP, Xbox Live, Arcade... Probably on PS3. It was on pretty much everything yeah, under yeah, the sun. Yeah, got around. Um, and that had, like, co-op levels and stuff. It was so good. Yeah, four-player, multiplayer, and co-op. Uh, we had a lot of good times with that in college. Um, yeah. And that's one of the games that I got a, a S rank on. We on had a lot of good times with that, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, it's a good-ass like, game. You kind of need to be in the mindset for that, like, Super Meat Boy. Like, you're going to die a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just keep bashing your head against it. Um I remember I actually played some of like the online competitive for that, and that was really fun too. Just like, oh yeah, because uh, I needed to to get the the last achievements. Was and that it was like, just, like survival modes? What was the competitive? It yeah, it's like like race and survival type modes. So it's just like you got to keep moving to get the gold, and things are going to shoot at you. Whoever lasts longest is the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were like specific race ones. Like I think that had end goals. Um, cool, but that was really fun. Uh, so then they made N two, which that is like a bigger version of the Flash version. So now that has, like, so, you know, it's a free-to-play. You can go online, play it in a browser. Um, has, like, two-player mode. Mm-hmm. I think it has an expanded level editor. Uh, has even more levels. The uh, 
you know, social media integration. <laughs> I don't know if Twitter was a thing back when we talked about it last. I don't think so. Well, no, Twitter was a thing, but we weren't on it. I think okay. Twitter was around in like 2006. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think that was first tweet. Um, and so now uh, the next step in the end story is they're coming out with N++ is currently in the works, which is going to be a sequel to N+, which, you know, uh, bigger, harder, you're going to be able to select colors for your level palettes oh cool. color palettes for your levels so it's not just gray and blue anymore no um but yeah so they're just you know same thing they're gonna and it was funny because I, I remember hearing they gave a talk about like why n was so successful and how it was so good and how they really wanted to like go on and make another game but every time they tried to make a different style of game they ended up just going back and working on n plus again <laughs> so that's why they're like all right fuck it we're going to make N++ and then try this other game-making thing again. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, that, uh, that's right on the horizon. It, their, their whole release regime kind of reminds me of Monster Hunter, yeah. where it's just like, all right, here's Generation 1 of the game. Here's the expanded re-release of Generation 1 of the game. Here's Generation 2 of the game. Here's the expanded version of Generation 2 of the game. Did you see that news this morning that uh, G is getting localized for America? G? The Frontier, whatever it was. Wait, Frontier? Seriously? Yeah, the, the MMO the one. MMO? They're going to bring that one over now. Why now? What? I don't know, but I'll be able to play it with an Xbox controller what? on a nice PC. So Let's... guess what's going to happen? Is it going to be free to play? I imagine. It's not free to play over there. It's not? No. Well, then it's probably worth investing in. Yeah, maybe. Um, Let's not get sidetracked yeah. on that. And then there's Frenetic Plus. Yeah. Uh, He hasn't done too much since that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing it looks like he was working on was some sort of a tactics game. Oh, yeah? Which he actually says... Like a like a tile-based thing? Yeah, it, it looked like a like a, a Final Fantasy Tactics or a Tactics Ogre. Actually, oh, okay. Is what it looked a lot like to me. Um, and it states that it's canonically a sequel to Frenetic Plus. <laughs> oh, dude! So, like... But also a prequel to one of his other games, which have all been, like, weird... They, oh, man. Are, like, fa- fantasy RPG games. Whoa. So. Okay. Man, actually thinking about that game now, like, that game had a really cool, like, vibe to it. Because, like, were you... You were like an android who was drifting through space. like Yeah. Like, and, and, like, trying... Like, you were part of a war, but then you got blasted to the other side of the universe, and you were just trying to make your way back home. And it was, like... There was, like, a lot of battles. There was a lot of war going on. And there was, like, a big theme of, like... How does an android or cyborg cope with loneliness? Yeah, like there were the, like the interstitials between the levels where you're just kind of like in this weird expanse of space on a hand. Yeah, the hand was like, the inside of your ship, reading emails or whatever. That was a weird game, but it, like, I like I, it. A yeah, lot. it was also, like it was also cool because it was just like a, it was like a, a strange perspective Don Maku. Yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was all about bullet dodging and shooting the guy and full 3D rotation. I really like that game. Yeah, me too. I I don't think I ever finished it. No? No. Oh, I, I know I finished it. It was I, really hard. I forget exactly what happened at the end, but... I, I really the liked the, um, the 180 degree railgun, which probably wasn't the best weapon and was holding me back. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was also, like, all the, like, loadout customization yeah, in that yeah. game. I don't think I ever got, like, all the suit types. It was, like, primary weapon, missile, and then sub-weapon, right? Um, anyway, that, we're taking up time. See, this is another good thing, though, because the things where we keep going on and being like, we should go back to that. Those are the games you can trust are still absolutely worth yeah. uh, talking Seriously. about. Like, 
if you are a, if you are a fan of shooters, check out front. Is it frenetic or frantic? It's frenetic. Okay, check out frenetic plus. Like it, it's gonna look a little dated now. Actually, I kind of remember really liking the sprite art of the robots. Yeah, I, I feel like it looked like um there was like that GBA era where they're like we're powerful enough to do like space harrier type three D. Yeah, yeah. But it totally doesn't work because like you can't get the parallaxing effects when stuff is coming straight at you. Um, it's it has like that sort of. There were a couple like robot side scroller games in like the 16 bit era yeah. that it reminds me of a lot. Like Lenos? Maybe. Or, or whatever the thing. There, there was one that I played on the SNES that I like, I think it was like a misnamed ROM or something. I don't yeah. even know what it was. Um, there's actually one that kind of just came out called Gigantic Army, and I think we, that's the kind of thing we would be into. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that Number- was Frenetic Plus. Go on. Number nine was Silver Knights. Uh, which was like a, a sort of, it was like a freeware uh, virtual on type game. Yeah. Uh, Silver Knights went on to star in the cult hit Dark Souls. Um, I've been playing through Dark Souls 2, and I have not seen them yet, but I got to believe that they're sticking with the franchise. Okay. Um, I also remember like just in sort of like the, the narrative of the podcast, this began like the sort of, I believe that was my freshman year of college, so I think Will was on that podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so for, for a little bit of the next stretch, we see, you know, uh, other hosts come for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that game. Uh, like, I I'll, don't remember anything about it. You remember Boot Fighter? Yeah. It was a lower poly Boot Fighter. Oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> I think Boot Fighter looks better than you remember, if that's the case. It, it, I, I've always had a thing for those, like, I like to think of them as lock-on combat shooters, yeah, where yeah. just you're constantly locked onto your enemy and you're just going around. You're, you're um, rotating. That was not the first one of those that I really remember, but I can't remember the name of the first one. It was like some like untranslated Japanese one I pulled off a of Game Hippo back in the day. Rad. Um, actually, I have a piece of fan art from that one, but that one was what? not Silver Knights. Um, Yo, it was the Wild West, man. Anything could happen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Silver Knights was cool, but you know we talk about that more in the future. And yeah, you can get a uh, uh, a virtual on on the XBLA. Yeah, if you want that style of game. Yeah, I I, I do. Okay. Um, number ten, rhythm games. Uh, Osu frets on fire and Step Mania. Oh, dude. So uh, frets on fire is like all but dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dead by you... dawn. Uh, Osu is kind of still strong. Yeah, yeah. Like, people are still making things for that. I don't know why. That is such a weird style of rhythm game. Although, I guess it is better than that, like, Diva Project F thing that was on PS3 not too long ago. I like Project. They're, they're different enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, one requires basically a touchscreen. Yeah. Although, I know that professional StarCraft player Kawhi Rice uses Osu to warm up his mouse in hand. That's probably good use. Yep. Man. I watched him stream once, and I was like, all right, let's see some StarCraft. And he was like, nope, anime songs. And I'm like, all right, guy, <laughs> you're okay in my book. Yeah, no, okay, that's totally all right. Um, and then Stepmania, of course, has been forked. Uh, forked? Forked. Yeah, yeah. Stepmania has had uh, development forks to all hell, uh, but that also means that it's now, like, able to cover, like, any sort of button-timing rhythm game. Hmm. Uh also, by the way, did you know that the like commercial arcade cabinets of In the Groove and Pump It Up are actually using a version of the Setmania engine? I did not. That's in. That's bonkers. Those arcade machines are built on Setmania. 
Weird. You know how they feel like knockoff set mania machines? Yeah. Because they literally are knockoff set mania machines using a set mania engine. Weird. That's just been, been altered. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, set mania is still out there. Like, I'm sure there's people still making, uh, what are they called? Uh, like, like track packs, songs, dance. There was a, there was a specific name for, uh, for like a, you know, a, a mapped, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, I, I, last time I checked, like, any high school or college DDR club set mania is your de facto yeah, thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that'll still be kind of like the original and also good for exercise. Like, I still, I keep it on the arcade machine when I feel like I need to sweat for, you know. Yeah. I I wish I had a fucking setup so I could play, like, so I could pad step mania. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. All right. And con- those things continue to be good, but just, yeah. Number 11? Number 11. Number 11 was Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. Which we, when we talked about Dwarf Fortress, that was like in 09, 010? When was that? Uh, well, I remember it was over the summer because it was like we talked about it and then the weekend after we all sat down here in the basement yeah, and we yeah. gave that little like talk on here's how to Dwarf Fort. And I think that I, was fun. I think one of my dwarves broke its leg and then I couldn't like craft a bucket to bring him water and everyone died. <laughs> and that was my Dwarf Fortress Playing. So, since we talked about it on the show, Dwarf Fortress has been and is still in constant, uh, you know, progress. Yeah. Um, Something about uh, tracking individual bones of vampires? Yeah, it's got, like, there There was a pretty big overhaul in 2010 that changed a lot of game systems in, like, kind of minute ways, but also uh, some very big stuff about world generation to make, like, digging down more interesting. Mm. And the game has evolved in some crazy fucking ways. Uh, you can keep bees. There are vampires now. Um, what I'm still amazed by is that all these years, like, people are still willing to give Toadie money. Huh. Like, he, he posts, like, quarterly reports. Yeah. And I read one, and it was just like, People are willing to donate him several thousand dollars a month to keep doing this. Wow. It's kind of heartwarming. Yeah. Because they're like, I I have, there there have been a couple games that have like kind of cropped up that are sort of chasing the same sort of idea. Like what was the Banished, I think was a recent one. Okay, yeah. Um, sort of a, a minutia, like city simulator thing. Um, but like Dwarf Fortress is still such a unique thing and i am just so happy that he's still able to devote his life to making it yeah like to like even though i never got deep into it just like you can't deny that he's created an incredible like simulation engine yeah which you know is for dwarves but like also being able to add in monsters and there was that like adventure mode thing yeah, yeah. but it's just like adventure it's... mode has has gone some like crazy overhauls like i don't play it so i don't really know specifically but mm-hmm. every part of that game yeah it's just it's incredible and deep and is probably like one of the most complex like man created systems yeah simulations that i can think of um and it, it is good to know that he can like people are just giving him money to just do that that he has patrons if like i could decide to play dwarf fortress for the rest of my life like in in lieu of any other game Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that that would work for me that i would i would be happy in that regard yeah 
I can't think of many other games, any other games, that I could say, like, this is the one game that I'm going to play. Yeah. Like, there's, like, especially things that aren't necessarily, like, inherently multiplayer or competitive. Yeah. There's not much else that will just last you the rest of your life. Except apparently, like, the uh, what's NetHack? The community around that game is still so great, too. Yeah. I love Dwarf Fortress. That's your Dwarf Fortress update. Dwarf Fortress is pretty good. Number 12. Sold at. Whoa! <laughs> um, like the other week, I heard Jeff Gersman booted up this game. Yeah, I heard him say the word sold at. Yeah. And I flipped my lid. Uh, there's not much to say about sold at. Like, it hasn't really changed since we played it. Yeah, since yeah. Since we talked about it. Uh, it's still really weird it's still the german word for soldier yep uh there's still people playing it like maybe not a lot but mm-hmm. it's still... but you can go find a game if you want one there's like their web page is still online that's awesome that says a lot for some of these older games like we're not even out of the teens yet no we're not so tell us a, tell us about the first teen the 13 if you will action quake 2 Hell yeah! So, like, last week, we just played a bunch of Action Quake again, and it was so fucking fun. We got, uh, who was it? Was that Andrew in with us? Yeah, we got Andrew and, and Anders. Yeah, we had four people in and just had a fucking blast. Like, 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 you can ask Caitlin about it, but for, like, a week afterwards, I was just rambling about all the things that are great about that game. And we gotta, fun. like, we gotta get another game get going yeah. sometime. I would love to just be like, all right, Wednesday nights or Action Quake nights. I would love to just say that and just do that. I'll be in the city tonight, but okay. Okay. Yo, if you want to play Action Quake with us, hit us up. We got a thing on Dropbox. It's all legit. Don't worry about it. Um, And, like, it it sort of made me go get the Wally Wad editing tool so I can clean that out a bit more. Because, like, last time I cleaned it out, I didn't take out that model where the arms don't appear. Oh, yeah. It's a good model. So... Um, and also I like wanted to add in that matrix map cause I always think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually found like the huge lists of maps and we had a lot of them. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's action, your action quake update. The action quake is the same as it was, uh, which is really fantastic. You know, even by today's standards in every way, except maybe graphically What's next, uh, 14, the battle for West North. Oh, um, yo, this one's exciting. This one's good. Like, they still do periodic updates on this game. Like, it's still active. People still like playing it. I have it on my iPad, which I yeah, think yeah. is a fantastic uh, place to have that game. It's a great pass-and-play game. Yeah, it, it that game is still fantastic. It's still active. It's still totally worth checking out if you're looking for a free, like, tactics game that's also uh, kind of a light tactics game, um, I mean, war game. And even if you want to play it by yourself, like, I'm sure there's a huge backlog of, like, player-created campaign stuff now. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a ton that just come. There's, like, six or seven campaigns that come with it. Yeah. So um, it's a great game. If you haven't yeah. played it, like, check it out for iPad. It's really good. Yeah. It, I think it's, like, two bucks on iPad. So get it. Yeah. Um, or you can just still get it on PC for free. Yep. All right. Fifteen. Brick Wars. Yeah. That's not a video game. Not a video game. Check it. The Lego movie came out. All right? Legos are cool again. I've... You got kids? Have you been listening to this podcast so long that you have children now? Oh, Jesus. Brick Wars 2005 is like a really simple tabletop combat game that you can build out of Legos, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been uh, 
like a version since then, but the website's still pretty active. Like they they have weekly like community spotlight stuff yeah. that's still going on. Yeah, people still play it because it's it's a war game. It's yeah. it, probably like you know. Especially because, you know, there are so many, like, user, like, modules of rules. Yeah, yeah. That, like, you know, if you're into, like, a, a Warhammer or something, this is, like, almost on the same level. Like, it, it's a different feeling to it, but... Yeah. I mean, it's... It's a hell of a war game. You can build whatever thing you want to field. It's a yeah. fun-ass game. Play Brick Wars. I've actually been trying to figure out how to make, like, hexes out of Legos. Mm-hmm. Just so that that way we could play it without needing rulers. Yeah, I just eyeball it. I guess, but... Make a ruler out of Legos. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. I don't want to have to pull out rulers, so I'm just trying to be like, let's just do hexes or something like that. Every fourth pip is an inch. Anyway, that's not cogent to the discussion. We're keeping it pithy. Okay. What's the next one? Number 16, the games from Binary Zoo. Um, So, they made all these, like, neon vector art looking games. They made that Duotris where you're playing, like... Oh, yeah, that's a good-ass game. Yeah, um... So they had a game, uh, they made Echoes, I believe you can still go get Echoes. Echoes Plus actually made it onto the Xbox Live Arcade. Oh yeah? Uh, so, you know, they got a little notoriety there. Um, and they didn't, uh, it didn't seem like they had too many other like official releases since then, but they do have an active dev blog that says they are working on uh, a, some sort of throwback nostalgia pixel remix game. Was that the guys, they, they had the, the one where it was a shooter, where you were on like a track in the center of two fields yeah, and you kind of rotated duo. between them. I believe that is it. That was a yes. good game. Yeah, that game was pretty good. Um, also, just speaking of throwback, uh, we need to try, I have, um, it was like, came out of the Flappy Jam, but it's like a, a glitch game. Oh, yeah. Radical glitching. Cool. Yeah, so we should try that. It's, all right. It's really quick in four players. Um, all right, take us to number 17. Number 17, Masocore Platformers, Karoshi, and I Want to Be the Guy. Yeah. Hey, man, you hear about that Meat Boy game? Hell yeah. You hear about that Meat Boy? Hell yeah. It's like a platform, but hard. You move fast. You hear about that, also kind of that Dust Force game? Yeah, it's pretty good. Good, good game. Um, uh, yeah, so that whole idea kind of took off in a more real way. Um, if you liked I Want to Be the Guy, there's a fan game of I Want to Be the Guy that I know of cause, called I Want to Be the Bashi. Yep, I was going to say. Um, it continues like the proud tradition of just ripping off sprites from stuff and being like spikes everywhere. Yep. Uh, there's multiple playable characters and stuff. If you want to check that sort of thing out, do it. I don't. I also feel like I Want to Be the Guy itself had like some like mechanical updates to its engine and like got... I want to say there was, like, an expanded edition that got released at some point mm-hmm. that was just bigger, more areas. Probably. I don't yeah. know. Um, even if it didn't, like, there's enough in there that that's crazy. Um, 18. Right. Number 18, the zombie spectacular episode. Uh, this was a weird episode just in terms of games we talked about. We talked about Dot Zombie, which is um, was made by, like, a, a comic artist, the guy who does sequential art. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes by Jolly Jack on DeviantArt, and, like, he released it through DeviantArt, and then he made Zombie... Dot Zombie 2, which he also released on DeviantArt. Jeez. Um, which, okay, there's a thing you can go get. Um, we talked about Face Wound, which was by Face Punch Studios, the Gary's Mod guys. Yeah, yeah, Wound so as Face. You, as you may know, they went on to make Gary's Mod. And well, then, I think they had already made Gary's Mod by that point. Yeah. but or Yeah, no, it was like kind of at the same time because Gary's Mod took off so much that they stopped working on this. Um, and then they made Rust. That's Face Punch Studios too. Yep. So that's crazy. Check out Rust if you want to, like, draw on a dude and tell him to give you his shirt. And then we also talked about, uh, I think it was called, like, SCZ. Uh, 
I forget exactly what it was. Some sort of isometric zombie survival shooter. Super serial zombies. Uh, made by Ska Studios, which... Uh, that sounds familiar. They went on to make... I made a game with zombies in it. Oh, dang. Uh, Dishwasher Dead Samurai, the sequel to Dishwasher Dead Samurai, and recently they put out Charlie Murder, which was a four-player oh, yeah. uh, band-themed brawler on Xbox Live Arcade. So they did pretty well for themselves. With, like, cool tweets in it. Yeah, you, you got... Instead of experience points, you just got more tweets. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, 19. Indie Darling Exploration Platformers, Cave Story, and The Underside. Cave Story's still out there, man. You can just go get it and play it. Yep. If you want to play it on, like, your Wii or whatever, I guess you can. And there was that weird 3D remake on the 3DS, which oh. I still want to play because I like the 3D on the 3DS. And The Underside, man, has still not released The Underside. I don't know if he ever will. Moving on. Uh, yeah, all right. 20, Tribal Wars. Tribal Wars was like this browser-based game that was like... Bef- it was one of those like time sync games. It's like, build a village. This will take 20 hours. So then you come back and play it tomorrow. Yeah. But this was like before that style of game ex- you know, got way out of hand on the iOS. Like yeah, This yeah. was a, a Facebook game, I believe. Um, there's enough shitty games out there like this. I yeah, also thought like, that one was kind of shit. See but... ads all the time for like Clash of Clans. Go play that yes. if you want this yeah, sort of thing. If you want this sort of thing, there's lots of things. You... Or what was we'll that? have to step aside them if Fucking you're looking for more like this. Anime-ass... Valkyrie, Monster Girl card game I was playing. Valkyrie. Valkyrie Crusade. Crusade, sure. Play Valkyrie Crusade. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. 21. Return to Sector 9. You know, I actually went and re-downloaded that yeah. in preparation for this episode because I, I always remember that one. Mm-hmm. Um, That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's still kind of just solid. Like, it feels a little weaker, like, you know, without nostalgia goggles on. Mm. But there's still a bunch in that game. It's still like a shooter. It still shoots automatically. Also... Ambush in Sector 9, the game that came before Return to Sector 9, is now an Android game. So you can yeah. probably get it on, like, your Ouya. Yeah. It, I don't know how that shit works, but I bet you can. Do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. that yeah. I don't, need, I don't know if you need to go back to that game, but it's still around. Um, anyway, 22, Trackmania Nations Forever. <laughs> oh, dog. So, I believe we can take a little more time on this one. Yeah, okay. It's track Mania, which then led into Shoot Mania, part of the, uh, what is it? Mania, Mania Planet. Mania Planet Network, which is totally broken on Steam for every reason. Um, and there was Track Mania 2, uh, Canyon, and then they just remade all of the stadium tile sets into Track Mania 2 Engine. Yep. But that was not free. You had to pay for that, but I think it was cheaper. Than the canyon, and you can still get Nations Forever for free, which is yep. just the Trackmania One Stadium, and that has more players than Trackmania Two has. Yep, like that. It this is still like the definitive version of Trackmania, um, and there's still a lot of people playing it. Do like, you, you still s- have that that pack of like those bullshit puzzle levels you and your roommates made that year? Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah. Let's revisit those sometime. Oh man. That game is still so good. It's so good, and you can. It's, on, it's some, on Steam. I you made can just some go get it on Steam. Star car skins one time. Oh yeah, they would look terrible. Probably. I made a bunch. I posted them on Tumblr. One of them was Space Invader themed. Yep. Yeah. Um, what did you make a fuck Ryan Davis truck in? Was that in a Burnout game? That was in Forza. Right. Yeah. It was a, a fuck Ryan Davis truck and a China Don't Care Corvette. Cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Trackmania. It's. The f- one you can get for free, it's on Steam, and it's still, like, the strongest entry in that series and still super active. Go get it. 
23, Thrust Burst. Yeah. I'm not sure what I was thinking when I made these notes. I might have just been borrowing the language from the dude's website. All right. Uh, Thrust Burst reemerged in 2009. It is the only thing on Umlaut Games' website. That makes sense. I still remember that game. It, that game is a pretty fun, like, fly-through-a-cave game. Because it's like a like an expanded version of a one-button helicopter. Yeah, yeah. I remember there's, like, stuff to unlock in that game, but I was never able to because it's just so hard. Like, It's a pretty good game. If that game was on iOS or Android at this point, it would probably do a lot better because I just didn't want to sit and do that simple thing. I don't know, man. Just another Flappy Bird clone. I mean, but that is kind of what I mean, like... I don't know if people forgot that Flappy Bird was just like a mild change on the one-button helicopter game, which exploded in middle school computer labs across the globe. Nokia Snake. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's that's probably a good time waster if you need one of those, but there's plenty. We have a hundred of here that you can just get and play for free. Yeah. Moving on. 24, Gravitron and Tunnels of the Underworld. So speaking of like, Kerbal Space Program Moon Landing, yeah, Moon Lander type games. Um, so Gravitron was like very much just Moon Lander with some expanded things and super like vivid uh, vector style graphics. Yeah, it had like uh, crazy neon lines and stuff, right? Yeah, and it was really cool. And even on their site, that's another one where like a bunch of stuff marked it as a malware download. Oof. Um, although he did make a Gravitron two that you could go and buy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, which I probably would drop on that if that's still available um and then it looked like he was working on some sort of like uh side scrolling poly polygonal shooter um you would not believe how much time i spent trying to spell polygonal correctly in this document oh jeezy um but he was like working on that it looks like through 2010 at least and then that went away um I can't find the Tunnels of Underground guys these days. Like, that original website is up. You can still go play it. People were releasing, like, custom oh, maps for, for a while. That was a good game. I just remembered what that game is. Yeah, and that was, was a like, good-ass game. It was like Lunar Lander Deathmatch. Yeah. It was like a continuum with gravity. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah, right? I want to check out that game again. That's a good game. Well, you can still go get it. I don't know what else happened after it as far as those guys. I can't even like Google that guy's name and find it anymore. Jeez. All right. Um, Tunnels of the Underworld. Yes. You can go to the... If you go to alikacities.net slash podcast and search for uh, Tunnels or Underworld or something like that, it'll just show up. And you can listen to it, review it, and see what we... I, do, I, <laughs> I didn't listen to any of these episodes. I just went by kind of what the titles were and what we yeah, talked me about. Yeah, neither. Um... But I'd be interested to know what we said about that at the oh, time. God, I bet it's embarrassing. Uh, it's probably not that bad. Next would be 25. Dip Rip. Die in peace. Rest in peace. Oh, my God. Dip Rip. Uh, so that was like a, a sort of uh, Twisted Metal style car combat game released on Steam a while back. Yep. And it was like a mod. It was like at the very beginning when they started like supporting mods like, yeah, yeah. in the Steam interface. That was like one of the first ones. So, uh, they actually moved on to make a game called Zombie Driver, oh. which looked hell of a lot like Dip Rip, uh, on the X-Blah. Yeah. Uh, and it was that. taken down last month because their publisher dissolved. Wow. No longer exist. They've had sort of a rough go. Bramp. I don't even know if you can get, like, Dip Rip anymore. Like, I tried to get it I and boot know. it up, because I, I think it was, like, when they talked about a new Twisted Metal, I was like, oh, yeah, I can get my hands on one of those that game had like a mortar in it right yeah that was a good game yeah, the game was all right if you like car combat like that was a yeah, pretty yeah. good like just get your hands on it and play car combat red line Man. not red line but no. red line <laughs> fly with your chainsaw gun 
Let's not talk about Red Line 26. Right now. Moving on. 26. Puzzle Pirates. Oh, whoa. Um, so, yeah, you know, the, the sort of, like, first thing that Three Ring Studio got known for before they made Spiral Knights and got famous for that um, and got bought by Sega for that. Yeah. Uh, you can still go play Puzzle Pirates, apparently. I don't know anything about it. I remember it being, like, having weird, like, premium, uh, premium hooks in it. Like, yeah. Like, in order to be a captain of a ship you needed to like buy a captain's badge but then you could like tell other people that they could be a captain so that they could play the specific captain in game conceptually though that was like a really cool game because like yeah. you were all doing different puzzles that contributed you know to the singular goal of driving your pirate ship around yeah so there's like the bailing puzzles the bailing water puzzle and the shoot the cannons puzzle and especially because like they were all just like classic puzzle games like dr mario and fighting was the puzzle fighter system it was yeah. exactly that um I don't necessarily suggest it because it has have weird like freemium stuff, and in order to play fun puzzle games, you need to interact with randos on the internet. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can get like it's it's like a Dota like if you can get five people that you can they and I you, don't know, and you just want to go and do the things that you will need to pay money to completely do anyway. <laughs> Next twenty seven Armageddon Advanced. So Ooh. this was actually an interesting one to look up. Um, not a lot has changed with Armageddon Advanced, uh, but there have been a couple of updates over the cu- eh, past few years. Okay. Uh, one of the things that happened is that the developers completely rewrote the bots in that game. Really? And they now use a learning algorithm to get better at driving because they used to be fucking terrible. Yeah. Like in their in like the the release up like the release notes for that, they were just like, "Hey, do you remember how the bots were like really bad?" Like, just nonsensically bad. Mm-hmm. We did a really bad job, you guys. Listen. <laughs> it, it's like when, what was it, like Domino's or whatever? It was just like, listen, we know our pizza was super bad. Mm-hmm. We fired everyone who made that pizza. Um, but yeah, so it's got, like, better bots now, and it also had an Android release. Ooh. So you can get that on your Ouya, maybe. That That is actually another game that, like, thinking back on it, I would that was always a good just, like, you know, we're each hanging around, and we all have our own laptop yeah, kinda, yeah. kind of game to play. Good competitive game. That is something, if we did a Throne of Games competition... Oh, that'd be in there. Uh, that's in there, yeah. Definitely. Um, Especially just because it's such, like, you know, light cycle racing is such, like, an iconic thing. Yeah. It's eSports. Yeah. It's eSports. It is eSports. It's eSports. The sports are E. Moving on. Savage. Number 28. Oh, that was that, that RTS shooter thing. Yeah. Go play Natural Selection 2. Well, I want to get my hands Maybe. on Battlefield 2, which was apparently also that. But, okay, so let me tell you about Savage. Uh, they put out Savage. Yep. And then they uh, released it as freeware. Yep. Um, and Well, a, a free-to-play game. A free, uh, sure. I don't know if it was free software. No, like they said, here, you can get this for free. It was a free download. It, there was yeah, no yeah. hooks. There was, it was freeware. I mean, in a, um, uh, who's that guy? The fucking, that Linux guy with the beard. Oh, we don't Stallman. care about him. Yeah. Um. No, he's open source. No, no, he. he what? A, unless I've got it backwards. I think you do. I the free care. software song. They were. So they made Savage. Okay. And then he, <laughs> sorry. It, when they first released it, you had to pay for it, uh, and then they released it for free, 
Uh, and then the community pushed it forwards to the Savage XR edition, which was like had like some engine rebuild stuff in it. Oh yeah, that the community did. Yeah. Oh okay. And, and they just like expanded it and made it better. It's like for being a freeware like I think server browser kind of stuff got added eventually, so you could like play and not need specific IPs. I'm cool. not entirely sure, but it, they made it good and crazy, and they really liked it. They made a Savage Two that you could go out and buy, and then in 2008 that turned into a freemium freeware game. I don't know if that actually had pay hooks in it, but mm. you could also download and play for free. Um, and by the way, the original Savage was called Savage the Battle for New Earth. Does this sound familiar to you? Yes. Because after Savage 2, these are the developers who went on to make Heroes of New Earth. Motherfuckers, the, the, really? The Dota, Dota-like. Um, which, when that was released, you could buy for it, and then that went free to play. Jeez. Um, and now they're working on another MOBA called Strife, which... Uh, Wait, like like the Aeon of Strife? No. Yes. Maybe? I don't know. That that was the, the, the first... One of the first games of this style was Aeon of Strife for StarCraft. Oh. I imagine that's what they're invoking with the name. Uh, could be. Uh, the logo has like a big old tower in it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they're making Strife, and I'm actually, uh, uh, when I first heard about it, I was a little interested to see where that goes, because they're trying to do some different stuff mechanically. Uh, like, for one thing, there's going to be like 14 heroes. All right. Um, uh, I don't know when the last time there was really word about that was, though, and, you know, uh, Heroes of the Storm just came out, and that's trying to be, like, yeah, yeah. mainstream, slightly different mechanically. Um, you got mounts because of reasons. Yeah. Moving on. Tori Bash. 29? Hey, y'all. Tori Bash. Episode 29. Wow. It's still around. They're on version 4.7 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a shop where you can buy different blood trails and also punches. Yep. You can get it on the Wii. Punch trails. You can get it on the Wii. It is violence perfected. It's still pretty good. Yeah, it's still a fun-ass game. I actually loaded that up to see what was going on, and it was just like, all right, you boot it up. You're standing in a room with Ook. Punch mm-hmm. his head off. Yeah. Punch his damn head off. Did, I, like, I remember the multiplayer being fun in that, and it seems like that's just where they started expanding it. I with can't the imagine stuff. what the state of the multiplayer is like right now. Like, I got to imagine that there's just been, it's just been iterating. Like, everyone figured out, like, okay, this is how you do a decap in, like, three frames. Yeah. And then people learned how to counter that, and then learned how to counter that counter, and then they learned how to counter that counter that counter, and then nobody was looking for that three-frame decap anymore, so now you just do that again. Yeah. I don't know. The last time I played it, like... I gotta imagine that's just been evolving for the past, like, five years or whatever, and it's just insane now. But, like, I also just sort of jumped in, and everybody... I think people mostly play, like, the judo, where it's, like, like you can... Like, inside of this, like, there's, Inside the ring, you're allowed to touch the ground. Yeah, so it's just like grab somebody's arm, rip it off, throw it outside of the ring, <laughs> and make it land before your arm that's been ripped off lands outside the ring. So cool. Um, <laughs> but like, I was able to like go in and play that and like keep up. And I don't know if dudes were trying to style on me or something, but just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, like that's still totally a fun game. I love how that weird. game like for for being like so simple, like it stays like strong. I love how it's so like rooted in some kind of reality where they have like you know different rule sets just based on like you know actual different martial arts competition rule sets mm-hmm. and then it's just like okay here are the judo rules the best way to win just rip off the guy's hand at the wrist and throw it into the ground just yeah. spike it it's great oh <laughs> uh, and it's also cool that that is like been the favored mode and people haven't gone crazy with the like mode we're like okay one guy's a motorcycle and the other guy's a ramp <laughs> now fight i guess everybody has swords for necks yeah tall ball creature <laughs> tall ball. 
oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that is not the way that that game went. And people are actually like, no, this is like a weird kind of fighting game. Wushu's pretty good, too, though. Yeah. Um, next, 30, Overgod. Oh, dude, fun game. Yeah, like, uh, so the dude who made Overgod, like, never even had his own website. Um, it was created in Allegro, which is, like, a, like I, I never, like, got this, but, like, the the website it's on is the Allegro website, Allegro.cc. Allegro oh. was some sort of, like... Some kind of scripting engine thing? Yeah, it, it was a, a game language, uh, like, a, a scripting... A, coding language made specifically for games in some form. All right. Um, so he has a bunch of stuff up there. I think some of it came out after Overgod. Um, but yeah, so you can so go get Overgod. It, that, that's, it's that's a thing. fun game. Fun fact, when I was at Ock, I kept Overgod on a, uh, a, little, a little flash drive. Yeah. Played it in the computer lab when I had time to kill. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you do. Yeah. It's one of the things that's Overgod is one of those beer and peanut games. Next. Next. Okay. Uh, number 31, Tetris Likes. Cultris, Eviltris, 900, uh, 99 Bricks, Mr. Blocko Super Tournament Edition. <laughs> There's a Cultris 2 with split-screen net play, kind of like the uh, DS version of Puyo Puyo. Okay, you can see yeah. everybody screens at the same time. I don't know what Eviltris is. Eviltris was a version of Tetris that had an algorithm that would specifically give you the worst possible piece for the current state of the board. Okay. I don't know what that dude is up to. But he's got a script on his website that makes like ants kind of crawl across the screen. Ugh. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, you can play 99 Bricks free at congregate.com. Yep. Mr. Blocko, they thought Perfect Run was dead, said their website in 2008 and has not updated since. Oh, man. Um, Mr. Blocko's cool, especially because, you know, not too long ago, um, in a similar vein, that uh, Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe. Yeah, got yeah. released on Steam, which started as an Adult Swim game, where like it's kind of the same game except instead of pushing blocks around, you got a fucking gun. <laughs> Have we played that yet? Dark and edgy, just like Adult Swim likes it. We should give that a shot. You've got five minutes to kill yourself. It's got split screen. That game's pretty good. I got like all but one achievement on it. What's the uh, was it like Vampire Lesbian Spider Queens of Mars? That's, Never played that one. That sounds like an Adult Swim thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, Kinoko who did some art for that. Next. Next. Gen Jocks and Capture the Dude, episode 32. This was, uh, these were both DigiPen games. Yep. Uh, so what I wrote down for this is uh, DigiPen continues to put out some interesting things. Uh, the games Perspective, Igneous, and Nitronic Rush were all other DigiPen products. Oh, Nitronic Rush is so good. Uh, but we talk about some of those later. Um, and all of the guys who made these things probably got decent programming jobs. Yep. Next. Next. Boot Fighter Windom XP SP two dot net. Yep. Number thirty-three. Um Right, so I had to do a bit of digging for this because as it turns out, there was actually a kind of weird situation for this game where like in you know, it, it was a Japanese game and it was just kind of a Dojin release thing. Like I don't know if he like the people that made it sold it at events or anything, but uh there was an English version that it seemed was kind of like contracted out in some form informal agreement to Mirror Moon. Right. Who are like fan translation dudes. I think they did a couple Super Robot War games. They did. Um and that game has been updated a bit since last we talked about it. But Mirror Moon in 2013 said that they no longer have permission to release an English version of it. Really? So the game is still available from the original Japanese developer's site. But so you can't get an English version. Anymore. You can't get an English version. Ooh, that's rough. It's weird. 
that's weird because like definitely like you know uh, if, if we've got a free game mystery on our hands yeah well, especially because like if you're looking for one of those lock-on combat games that's a that's, good one that's the one i would point you at yeah so if that one's in sort of a rough safe right now especially because i hope they like did more with that like they had a giant battle mode where they're like like super airships and there were like 300 dudes in a fight and it was last man standing and like and also, like, all the robots were good, even though they were all just, like, obvious parodies of, like, Gundam models. Yeah, yeah. And um, a couple that were obvious parodies of um, virtual on ones. Yeah. And then every single one was named after a release of Windows. Yeah, yeah. Except for the Linux ones, which were the, the virtual fighter ones. Right. That's or how virtual that broke on, out. rather. Oh, man. Um, so check that out if you can, I guess. Yeah. Man, that's... Freeware game mysteries. Also, if you're, you know, again, with sort of like uh, podcast narrative stuff, that was the one that we did a radio show as. Yeah. Like, that's not just a review. That is like a 15-minute radio show with sound effects and big, bad enemy mysteries and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's still one of the episodes I'm most proud of because a lot of work went into it. Yeah. Um, all right. Number 34, Chalk. You know, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know Cognac? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he made Chalk. That's a good-ass game. And he went on to, to, we'll talk about him later with that kind of class. In the meantime, he made, like, No E2 Love and No E2 Love 2. Good Which games. Check I, them out. I still haven't played No E2 Love 2. I got oh, it on it's Steam. real good. Like, I, I have it. I just haven't played it. All right, next. Uh, oh, my phone. Uh, okay. Uh, number 35, EG. So, EG was a good-ass game. Um, and the developer has released another game in the style of DOS era platformers this time. Really? Kind of like Commander Keen or Secret Agent, if you're Ooh, me. Um, I remember Secret Agent. It's called Moody, and it is on Steam. Really? Yeah. I did not know about that. I'm adding a completely farcical accent to that that yeah. I don't know if it's supposed <laughs> to be like that. It's M-U-R-I, and I'm going to pronounce it as Moody. Okay. <laughs> we should look into that thing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to check that out. Games. Yeah. Um, like, I know we're going to talk about them again on this list. Uh but yeah, also, uh, news with EG, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Patrick Klepek of GiantBomb.com actually played a little bit of EG on uh, Worth Playing, one of oh, his really? like, weekly indie game videos. Oh, yeah. cool. I yeah. bet he would love that game. Uh, he said he was definitely kind of into it, uh, and I just wanted to yell at him for everything he didn't understand, because that mm. game does have a little bit of weird minutia. Yeah. Like, the fact that there are no kill runs. I'm sure, like, he didn't understand that there were ways to, like get through the game without killing everybody which is yeah, yeah. makes sense because like we barely even knew it when we first talked about I mean, it there are that game definitely has the the idea that you have things that you can do which you can just do from the start and you're not actually gated from being able to do them it's just that you don't know that you can do them yet yeah like the whole sector z thing yeah. which like the the se- fucking nano field reset yeah Oh, that is the tr- the fact that that dude invented trinary in that game <laughs> yeah uh, quote unquote fuck? invented but uh, yeah, EG's a good game. If you haven't played it, do so. EG's extremely good. Uh, Next. Number 36, Dyson and Quantum. Oh, yeah. So Dyson, This game. Uh, Dyson got uh, renamed Euphoria and then got kind of known as that. And Really? Yeah. Oh, I that, didn't know. That happened, like again, like right after we talked about it, it Whoop. got known as Euphoria. And I think, you know, I think that was another one where, like... It probably got some buzz. I think it was on Giant Bomb at some point, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um... Or I think you could get it on Steam. I think that you were able to buy it at that point. Mm-hmm. I might be insane. Um, that's that's the way I remember. It. Something happened, and it was like, well, we can't talk about that because it's bad now. Um, oh well. Quantum. If you dig a little bit, you can still buy it, and that was the like 
super like minimalistic visual styled uh, multiplayer version mm-hmm. of it because apparently the original one didn't have multiplayer it was just like a single player campaign mm-hmm. um, but you know again like send dudes to planets they grow trees the trees grow more dudes and then take over the universe yeah yeah um, except also like in that style you know remove the trees and that game could be called Galcon Fusion yep which I assume everybody has on Steam now. Like I, I think don't, so. I don't even know where I got that game. Yeah. I bet you have it and don't know where I, you got it from. Yep. Uh, but that's exactly what that game is now, and that's sort of the one that, like, even if it didn't exactly get popular, I think that's the one that everybody has. That's the one that's easiest to get. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is not bad. I played that for a little while, and it's super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you're going to come up with the idea of, like, a minimalistic RTS, that loses something about what makes it an RTS. Uh, but we could revisit that sometime. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, thirty-seven. YS Flight. Ooh. YS Flight was last updated in twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, it has realistic clouds now. Okay. More realistic clouds. Sure. Uh, and an option for random aircraft trouble. Ooh. So I guess Ooh. if like you just want to have an engine burnout or something randomly in flight, like yeah. go right ahead. Um, a sad note though. Uh, it no longer supports CPU graphics rendering. Oh, man. Hardware only? Hardware only. All right. You need to have a dedicated graphics card to play YS Flight now. And that's weird because, like, his whole, like, original thing was, you know, I am making a game that is, like, a, a, a good simulation of the physics of flying and giving no fucks at all about the graphics. Yeah. Um, that game's still pretty good if you just want to get a thing and fly around. It can yeah. be relaxing, and also you can do, like, races with people and dogfights and stuff. Like, that's kind yeah. of everything you want out of a flight sim. You can fly a Fokker, probably. Yeah. Oh, the, the like, I remember there was a specific community pack that was like, this is all World War II planes. And it was, like, every World War II plane modeled out, and it was just tons of them. I still have the uh, Macross pack, which actually has uh, transforming fighter oh, planes. Fuck. They work terribly, yeah, yeah, but in I'm plane sure. mode, like they have basically no aerodynamics. You can just spin them around in air and full thrust. Thrust vectoring. Yeah. It owns the skies. It absolutely does. Those are my favorite planes. If I were in World War II, they'd call me Spitfire. Okay. Next. Uh, <laughs> 38. 38? We talked about the RPI Game Symposium? Oh, yeah. Um, I looked at that, and I said, <laughs> good luck, fucker. Yeah. Uh, those still happen. I believe that was one where I did not have a game in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, most of the guys I knew from there have gone on to get decent programming jobs. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cool. Number 39? Yep. Number 39, Hedge Wars. Oh, yeah. Hedge Wars was deleted from Wikipedia for a lack of notoriety. Oh, that's really terrible. <laughs> yep. Because, like,. That was a fantastic open source worms. Yeah, yeah. And development is still ongoing. Uh, version 9.2 came out December of last year, mm-hmm. so fairly recently. Uh, it has a freeze ray in it. Ooh. Like that, like, if you want, <laughs> like, it, it is a, it is a worm style, like, artillery game that still has the, the sort of terrain modeling that people miss from, like, the modern 3D versions of it. Yeah. So if you want, like, that style of game with that sort of fidelity, like, Go to Hedge Wars, I think. And, like, that's another fantastic, like, pass-and-play game. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that is, again... Get so, some hot seat going. I, I got this list of, like, local multiplayer couch games. Yeah, yeah. Some it's CCP, great. some couch competitive playing. Hell, like, if you want to... There's probably no reason you couldn't play that with a controller really easily. Yeah. Like, 
Like I, I bet that's one of the things that they've added in is like good yeah, controller yeah. support, and it's got hats. It's got hats. I remember yeah, making. Yeah. I remember making tohu hats. Yeah. What the hell, man? Right. Next forty. Ah, a reckless disregard for gravity. Man, or, what the fuck happened with this game? Or as I've written here, Dejoban falling game product. <laughs> yeah. Um. I believe when we talked about this, we were able to get it free because they were releasing it sort of in a beta state. Yep, yep. Um, since then, it has gone on to be a retail product. You can go pay for it. It is on Steam. Yep, yep. Um, Called Ah uh, for the Awesome now? Yeah, I believe that was like a slightly expanded version. So okay. that has achievements and stuff in it. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to remember if they like went and like put in Oculus Rift support for it or if that is still just like my heart's deepest <laughs> desire. Um, it's hard to tell. Like, that game is still good. That same game is still crazy if you like, you know, making, trying to make the best line in an uncontrolled velocity situation. Yeah. Uh, they released a musical version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two, three, drop that beat like an ugly baby. I think they were trying to make, like, something different yeah, yeah. in, like, a similar engine. I mean, it, uh, it still used their, their very powerful falling tech. Yes. Although, I want to say the most recent thing that Dave Devon has worked on is Drunken Robot Pornography. Yes. Uh, I don't know what that plays like. I haven't played that. I played it in extremely early alpha state. I don't even know what it looks like these days. I played it when everything was made out of, like, untextured, like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Basic polygons, like cubes mm-hmm. and pyramids. Uh, so, imagine, like, a... Almost like a, a 3D warning forever. So, you just make oh, yeah? gigantic... Uh, I believe they call them titans in the game. Like, these just, like, gigantic things that shoot at you, and you're sort of, like, rotating around underneath it and around it in order to shoot it down. Huh. Um, cool. There's a game that should be somewhere on our list that uh, I remember describing sort of as, like, a, a 3D shooter um, Shadow of the Colossus. I don't recall. Uh, I think that was another DigiPen project, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's another one like that. It's like there is a giant thing, and you need to shoot it down piece by piece. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it made it into the final game, but at least in the beta version I played, there was also an editor so you can make your own. Oh, damn. I should really look into what that looks like these days. Yeah, yeah. Dejabon's on some hype shit. Yeah, they, they, they don't put out a lot of stuff, and some of the stuff they put out is a lot like stuff they've already put out. But the stuff that they're making is really good, and like Drunken Robot Pornography... The name of their game was also the name of one of the songs on the Inago Rage soundtrack, and Inago Rage was sort of like a first-person Geometry Wars arena shooter with like some like jumping and jetpack mechanics. I also believe Drunken Robot Pornography was playable in One Two Three Drop That Beat like an ugly baby. It's entirely possible. Dejabon. Dejabon. They're in Boston, in the future. Is that their shtick? I've been wondering why they've been, like, bringing us video games for, like, over 70 years or whatever. Yeah. By the way, like, there's a handful of fucking indie developers that that make strange claims about how long they've been making video games, and I don't know if I like it or not. Did you watch the Fox Fractions 2 Kickstarter? But I, uh, yes. Okay. But I see what you're doing. I see you. And you will see them. So future. let that sink in. Okay. Um, 41. 41. You found the grappling hook. <laughs> so the dude that made this game went on to make a little something called Nidhogg. Mm-hmm. Um, part of like the very hype local competitive multiplayer shtick that's going on these days. Yep. Fantastic game from the looks of it. Still have not played it because I'm a dweeb. Well, uh, uh, 
I I have bought both Samurai Gun and Towerfall, and I'm looking. I'm right on the edge of Sports Friends. Mm. Um, I'm kind of interested in L.A. Death Disc. I have it. I probably have it too. I still haven't looked at my fucking page from that. I think I have it installed. Let's play that when we're done recording. Okay. Okay. And uh, also, here are the titles of some other games he has made: Surprise, Bullfight, Cream Wolf, Jetpack Basketball. Those are three games. Those all sound solid. Next, forty-two Super Mario Brothers X. Um, they totally got shut down by Nintendo. Yep. Uh, but then the dude went on to make a little game called Terraria. And, you know, that had its whole kerfuffle about, like, the PS3 version being worked on, like, being shuffled off to a different developer, which is why, like, the console version of that game got a whole bunch of, like, extended content that it took forever to bring back onto the PC. Except but then the PC got a big update that I think didn't hit the, the console versions anyway. It might have been different and, like, not included the console stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, Starbound is a thing. And I forget exactly how that works into the Terraria narrative. Uh... There is a different game that is like Starbound that has Terraria cosmetic gear in it. I saw that happen. And I... I don't know. Yeah, that that got kind of weird. It's weird. You can still, like... Terraria is a pretty fun game. I played through a loop of it earlier this year. Yeah. For some reason. It it is pretty good. Smibex is... It's out there if you want it. Yeah. Actually, um, I think... We played, like, a Super Mario Brothers X thing from... uh, Yeah, yeah. Raukow? I think, uh, actually, right now, he's in the middle of uh, playing the results from a Make a Good Smibex level oh. uh, compilation thing. So the people who have it are still making shit for it. Yeah, because it is still a fantastic engine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, next. Off-road Velociraptor Safari, uh, made by a team called Flashbang, who seem to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a website service thingy called Blurst, yep. with a whole bunch of weird games on it. You can play a game called Time Donkey there. Yep. Uh, where you are a donkey, you, where you, you collect tacos and you wear a Flava Flav clock. Yep. You can also play a Minotaur in a China Shop, where you are a Minotaur who owns a China Shop. And it's sort of like a Diner Dash where people come in and request something and you need to gingerly bring it to them. Mm-hmm. But it has like uh, physics. So, and then as soon as something goes wrong, you go into like rage mode and then there's like. A multiply <laughs> an insurance multiplier. So, like, as soon as things break bad, you need to make them break as bad as possible before the cops come and sedate you. And then a new day starts. That's pretty cool. That game was all right. Um, I. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I've got a thought, but moving on. Okay, forty-four. Forty-four. Uh, the dismount game, stair and truck dismount. <laughs> oh, dude. Um. So the best news about them, there's a, a early access game on Steam. That is a new entry in the Dismount saga. Really? Called Turbo Dismount. <laughs> and it that looks sounds like, exciting. It, it looks like they're just going in like, there's a whole bunch of different scenarios for you to dismount in. Most mm. of them involve like some sort of vehicle and some sort of wall or second vehicle. And as many as possible involve getting launched out of the windshield of one of said vehicles. That sounds great. Although I think one of them is just like, hang on to the side of the vehicle while it crashes into this wall. And it, you said it's Steam Early Access? Yeah, so it's it, there's a store page for it on Steam. I don't know if you can buy it yet, um, but I believe I added it to my wish list already, so there you go. Cool. Next. Number 45, Cities 3D. Uh, which was... Was that the Catan thing? It was, the, it was a client to play Settlers of Catan where even though it said it was 3D it was a flat hexagonal board just with polygonal playing pieces. So uh, 
the final source code for Cities 3D and Seas 3D, which is Ooh. the expansion, including the seafarers, seafarers of Catan expansion, uh, were uploaded to GitHub in 2011. They are open source. Cool. You can go get them if you want. All right. Yep. Next. Uh, 46. This is the beginning of our uh, classic Mamalga series. Oh, fuck off. Uh, Maple Story. <laughs> it still exists. You can still see ads in magazines. You can still go to a Walmart and buy Maple Bucks or whatever they're called. So I guess they made it. Uh, they must have done pretty well. It's still there. It's You can get it through Steam. It's probably yeah, a free-to-play category. I, I want the trading cards for it oh in a weird way. Well, the art was super cute. The, the art is super cute. You go through that first island and then you get a fruit knife. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like I went... I, I and played then, it sometime in college. I remember going back and just being like, this is still like the grossest Mamorpaga, you know, like, like outdated. It's just chapter. a grind. It, it's just grinding. But also in that way that like, like there are so many just like NPCs standing there so that you can still turn in like the quest items from like the time limited quest. Yeah. And just like all that gross, like not actually broken, but just like, uh, it, it's just, just. Poorly stacked stuff. That gross memo stuff. Speaking of which, entry number 47 is Mabinogi. I logged into Mabinogi. I reinstalled this game for research purposes last week. Uh, My character was 174 years past 25. Okay. That might be a cap. I don't know. Uh, There are guns and lances and combat puppets now. Okay. Uh, They're still running events all the time. The current one is called Doki Doki Island. Okay. Um, they they have the uh, Farmville shit in there still, yep. I believe, if you know which button to press to get to your homestead. Uh, but just like the previous game we discussed, like, I started that game and, like, three different, like, stamp pad things for three different events that had already expired, like, flew into my inventory and threw some stuff that I owned out on the ground. It says, you gotta make room. You gotta make room before you can destroy this pet tiger. Yep. Oh my god, you still had that pet tiger. Yes, I destroyed it. Oh my god. Um uh it like if you have the stomach for that sort of thing, like it's a pretty cute game and I actually like a lot of the systems that are in it, yeah. but like the fucking the 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 pay framework around it is gross. Yeah. Like I, it it's the sort of game where you have a limited inventory page and then if you subscribe for like 8 bucks a month or whatever, you get a second inventory page. Well, I don't know which if, you need to hold all of these fucking event items. I don't know if you noticed, but in some of the event items you can't even destroy like if yeah. the event is still going. Yep. Um I logged in not too long ago, a couple of months ago. Um and I was also pretty old. I forget exactly how old. I noticed that they had like a specific quest item page that they just give you. Um but my inventory was still open anyway just because of, you know, having shit. Yeah. Um, I I think there were guns. I don't think that there were lances or combat puppets at that point. Um, and I was like, man, like, yeah, this is all that, like, gross Momo crap. But when you actually get into, like, a dungeon and start running around, it's really hard when you're by yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I did, like, one, like, I died once in CR Dungeon or whatever the one that we always ran was. Yep. It was so hard to get strong, I guess, unless you pay, maybe? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I always felt like like it, it wasn't like we hit a brick wall at that game, but it just seemed like everything that was getting doled out happened so slowly that it yeah. you know, wasn't, it was hard to keep interest. I got pretty good at cooking. 
Anyway, I think that we don't need to say anything more about Mabinogi. I, I just remember that, you know, if you can get, like, three or four p- uh, people in a party, you can hit a dungeon, you can go hunt bears, you yeah, can yeah. run across the desert. You can run there, across a continent. There is some fun stuff to do in that game still. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Number 48, Shin Megami Tensei Online Imagine. Now, there's a fucking game, man. So, again, like, you played this... Yeah, uh, I don't know why. ...of your own will not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Um... I made a new character. Was Professor Snakeman still in there? Yeah, Professor Snakeman's still there. They actually, they've done a lot of things to sort of make the early game, uh, I don't know. Just, Pick up the pace on it a little? Yeah, yeah. Um, like there's, in, in the, the starting town area, there's this whole like beginner's wing where like there are little introductory quests and there's a dude who will like give you either just, like, an experience or an ability point booster for a while if you're under a certain level just oh. to get you fucking moving. Cool. And I actually, I, I was playing through, like, the, the mainline quest and, like, kind of enjoying it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, if I log in, I think I still have, like, a pay-for item that I had gotten through that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that was because I paid for something or if because, like, like, I was in the beta soon enough before they, like, rolled it out that they just gave me some real game cash for it. I don't know. Or real cash money for it. Um... um but yeah, I do remember that one being fun. I like the badass Pokemonness of it. it yeah, was, yeah. It was again like it was like a, a it was an MMO. It was that you know a lot like Mabinogi, except yeah, yeah. I, f- I don't know. I remember there being less of that like you know hanging quest shit. Yeah. Um, um the the combat system is similar to Mabinogi, but it doesn't have like. It gives you a second party member that you can switch out. It's like yeah, badass yeah, Pokemon, like, and you're you, like it, it's really fun to play with just a couple of people because you get like two or three people together, and suddenly you have like a party of six yeah. because everyone has their fucking demon with them. Yeah, and there was even a button so you could just like take direct control of the demon. Yeah, and and do like very specific finicky things. It's pretty cool. If I if I were to suggest you an MMO from that era to go back and play, it would be that one. Yeah. Um. Even though I still go back to Mabinogi instead for some reason. Wait, what? Sometimes. Oh, no. Like once every two years. <laughs> Next. 49. MMO Catch-All. I don't know what we specifically talked about during this episode. I kind of yeah, glossed over this one. If you want to play fucking free-to-play like MMOs, they're they're out there. I yeah. Mean, I know some people like uh, Terra. Okay. Terra, is that the one? Yeah. Terra? Sure. Is that the one with the gross? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're all probably gross in some way. Censor out all like the... Small person, but uh, Neverwinter is out. I still haven't played that. I haven't installed. I want to check it out. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Eight uh, bit MMO. That's a really. I played a little bit of it. It seems really stupid. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you could go check out, and it's there's stuff there for you if you want MMOs. There's some shit out there. Again, Steam has a free to play category now, which I'm sure if you're listening to this now, you already know about it. Yeah. Um, go go there next. Uh. Number 50, Robot Finds Kitten. Good game. Good game. Since we talked about it, it is now available on HTML5, Android, Zoom, Wii, Second Life, and Lego Mindstorm systems. <laughs> I believe you 100%. I took it off of the fucking... Those is from the site. That is all true. <laughs> what? Wow, look at that wave. That's an interesting wave. Yep. All right, so we're going to break this in half. That was the first 50, son. The next um, 50? Who knows? So, yeah, that was the first 50 of our roundup. I suppose tune in next time for the following 50. 
if you're listening to this, then the sequel episode to this is already out. Uh, you can go download it now at uh, leekustudios.net slash podcast. Please do. While you're there, check out, you know, all the games we talked about today. You can go and find the old episodes where, you know, we actually talk more about that. If you want to yep. hear more about any of these games. Uh, like, say, Frenetic Plus. Yeah. Uh, and Surprising Dark Horse Victor today. Download links to just about everything. As long as they are still available, should be there, should be still working. Yep. I, I try to do a little bit of maintenance on our back episodes to make sure that links still work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll see you hopefully in a few moments uh, as we return for part two. And we cover the later 50 episodes. Later days. Of course, not counting the like three movie reviews, 35 some odd guidance, and. Oh, more than that. Yeah, we have 36 guidance. All right. Um, three interviews and three lost episodes? And some, some round table discussions. Oh, and the round tables. Yeah, I think we have at least 20 round tables. Those are good. Yeah. A retrospective. Uh, retro games spectrometer. Retrograde burn. A wise man once told me, just point that bitch at the horizon and burn.